patience. Why are you a famous virtue? Is it true that your mortal enemy is desire? That it is our wants and even our needs that drive us towards wanting to get something or achieve something? What makes you such a famous virtue? Life, love, struggles, friendships, feelings, and anything in between. Coping with Carissa gives you a little dose of everything. Hi! Welcome to a brand new episode for this week. If it is your first time here, my show is about adulthood, where we try to make sense of life through letters. And I believe that even if we are not entirely alike, the same world we live in gives us this strong sense of connection that what I am going through is what you are probably going through as well, that your musings are my musings as well, that your struggles are my struggles as well. And once we understand life more, my victory is your victory as well. Join me as I unravel life's endless mysteries through my letters. This is Coping with Carissa. Now let's dive into our target for this episode, which is patience. Why do we always hear the adage, patience is a virtue? Why is it not hard work? Why not love when the religious would say that God is love? What makes patience such an important virtue? If we will be dissecting this topic, it is imperative that we have a good grasp of what virtue is. It is widely defined as the behavior showing high moral standards. But you see, my philosophy in life is that everything is relative. What is beautiful to me may not be beautiful to you. Hence, what is moral to you may not be moral to me. How do we reconcile this opposing pose? The answer is, we take patience arbitrarily, without making any rational premise. Patience, as we commonly know, is the art of waiting. But this is something that I have learned about patience. It is more than just waiting. It is the sail that propels the wavering boat. When I was a kid, I admit that I wasn't easy to deal with. My mother struggled in raising me because I always want to get what I want. And as a kid then, I didn't know how to make things work on my own. It's very difficult at that time because you have no other resources. You don't have other sources of income or sources of wherever you want to get what you want aside from your parents. And like today, when you you want something, you can always work for it. You can always earn money and buy something that you like. And this of course leads me to the common ground that children have and that is to be provided by their parents. I remember crying when my mom couldn't afford that fancy Barbie doll. (laughs) I remember getting frustrated when my friends had their trolley bags and I had to wait for my mom to be able to save some money so she could buy me one. But she always taught me the value of patience. 
she always told me to wait. She always told me that when something I want is still far from my reach, all I need to do is appreciate what can be given to me or what I have or what someone can make out of what of the only resources that he or she has. So when my mother couldn't buy me the original Barbie doll yet, I had to enjoy my fake Barbie doll whose head can be removed when being dressed. You know the classic fake dolls which cannot sit properly <laughs> because you just can't fold their legs unlike the original ones. And I, I had to, to play with those dolls. I, I, I could not complain because my mother couldn't afford um, the original ones because they were very um, costly at that time. Even now, actually. And when my mom couldn't buy me the trolley bag, I just had to endure the back pain when I walked from school. One time, she wasn't just asking me to wait. She was asking me to wait and sacrifice. Boy, as a kid, giving up something you had was a major life decision. You would even trouble an entire household for a toy you, you don't want to see in somebody else's hand. When my mother asked me to do something that I only did because we were inside the church praying for a miracle, <laughs> we heard a noontime mass. I had a 5 peso inside my pocket. And here comes the offertory as part of the Mass, of course. My mother asked me to offer my 5 peso coin. Of course, I was hesitant. All I could think of that time was a vanishing cotton candy before my eyes. <laughs> when my mother insisted and told me that when we give up something, especially the ones we have left, a bigger reward will come right after. I admit that I didn't understand the wisdom at that time, but I obliged. I followed my mother. I was inside the church for heaven's sake. How could I disobey my parent and refuse to offer something to God? So, you know, I was um I was struggling to to follow what she wants. I was questioning what she wanted, but I followed anyway, but I obeyed her. I, I gave up my 5 peso coin because what could I do? I was so young that time and and I was, you know, the, the literal thing that you would imagine for a child to, to, to encounter where the devil will be on your left and the angel will be on your right telling you to do the right thing and the right thing at that time was to give up my 5 peso coin. So I gave it up because at that time, I thought that it was what I should do. I never thought that I would look at a cotton candy with so much pain. <laughs> I wanted to resent my mother, but I believed in her. I trusted her. As soon as we got past the, the church's gate, we met a lady. Someone definitely older than my mother. They seemed to have known each other for so long. And just when I was about to get bored at the cheat chat, the lady gave me 500 pesos. And you know, that in the, in, in the early 2000s, 500 was a huge amount of money, especially for a child who only gets to keep coins in her pocket. So I was, I was surprised. I, I received something more than what I imagined. I gave up 
five pesos and I received 500 pesos. I remember my mother being so proud at that time because of course she felt like she won. She told me to do this to give up something and here you go from 5 pesos you have 500 pesos. Th- that is something that I really remember uh, as an anecdote when I was younger. And whenever I teach patients I would always always tell this story. You see we were always taught that patience is very similar to waiting. But there's more or so much more to patience that makes it such an important virtue. More than resilience, it teaches us endurance. It is a test of how much power you can hold without giving up. It teaches us discernment. It is always in the times when we are waiting that we get to decide what we do next. Well, waiting for your date, should um, should you check yourself in the restroom first? Should you retouch your makeup? Should you um, have advance orders? Whatever. But the decision-making we arrive when we are manifesting patience is something else. When you know you have to wait for something before it comes, you make it more worth it by making use of your time wisely. Just like how we always save the best for last. And the time we take to make decisions give us the ample wisdom we need to weigh things. This is because being able to decide swiftly is a momentarily gift. But being able to discern with foresight is what makes great choices flourish. It also teaches us hard work. It is when our patience is tested that we need to summon the drive to act. When commuting, why is it that people would run to meet the bus or the jeepney? Why don't they just wait comfortably under the shed? It is because the chances of grabbing an opportunity is higher when you run towards the bus. The chances of securing a seat would of course be higher. It is when you exert effort that you get to take your spot. Not to take this too literally, but the point is only the lazy ones are satisfied in making time pass without doing anything. But a person with a goal will do what it takes to reach the finish line. Patience is best enjoyed at the company of hard work. No one ever gets bored in making something happen. Even the small wins in the process of achieving something will definitely make your heart happy. Finally, it teaches us the sense of humility. To understand that you cannot take on something yet is one thing, but to accept that your time will come soon is another. Patience nurtures a humble heart. Patience acknowledges the value of remaining a half-full glass to learn more about the world. It is in patience that we see our bare form. It is in patience that we recognize our true self and what it needs to be the best version we want it to be. And you can only do this when you have learned that your process requires acceptance that you cannot be the diamond that you are without going through so much and without reaching for somebody else's hand. This is never to be construed as romanticizing hardship 
Rather, this is celebrating your flaws, your lapses, your shortcomings as important milestones for you to keep bettering yourself. You see, anybody can have the capacity to wait. But patience is waiting gracefully. Patience is about enjoying the process and not letting the arduous art of waiting to take its toll on you. Waiting makes you a rational human being, but patience makes you a human being. It is up for you to choose which one weighs heavier. So why is it that patience is such an important virtue? It is because it encompasses so many other virtues. It has no enemy. It only brings out the best in us. That is, if we learn how to welcome it, not for us to be controlled, but for us to take control of our lives in the process of waiting. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget to check out other Cut Print Podcast Network shows, support local podcasts, support the Filipino podcast industry. And if you haven't listened to my other episodes yet, go to your favorite streaming app now and listen. Main episodes are released every Tuesday and minisodes are released every Thursdays. My minisode series is Residing with Carissa where I will be sharing important legal principles, doctrines, rulings, or provisions of laws which I believe are important for every Filipino to know. Once again, thank you so much, guys, and I'll be with you in the next. Bye! This has been another episode of Coping With Me. Please do share your comments, insights, suggestions, or reactions. Check me out on Twitter at CopeWithCarissa or send me an email at CopingWithCarissa at gmail.com. Thank you, and I'll be with you in the next.